So, Berto, do you ever lie? Never. Come on. You got to <laughs> lie sometime. I, I have been told that I have, I have lied sometimes. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, what are some of the lies you're willing to tell us that you've committed? All right. So, I mean, obviously, as a kid, I, I did tell lies. In fact, I told – there are three memorable lies that I told that sort of defined my childhood and my upbringing and made me loathe to tell lies later on in life. What about a lie recently? Like, tell, like, tell us about lies that you've done in the past. I was supposed to have a document done for work. And I knew I was going to be able to get it done that evening, but I hadn't technically finished it. And so I lied and I said, uh, yeah, yeah, it's done. I'll send it in the morning. But really, I knew I was like, man, most of the work is ahead of me. But I did like the mental calculus. And so in, I did, in fact, send it in the morning and it was fine. But it was a lie. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that counts. Okay. So let's drill down on that one. Why did you yeah. lie? Well, because, uh, let's see, I didn't want, I didn't want it to sound like I wasn't making it uh, an important, a priority or that it wasn't important to me. Why, why um, did you not want it that? Because I, I didn't want them to feel like I was, uh, um, like I wasn't taking it seriously or I wasn't, you know, like I had other priorities that were more important than this thing. And I know this sounds repetitive, but why didn't you want that? Um, because that would make, make it make me look bad in their eyes as a worker, as a coworker. And why didn't you want that? Because then they wouldn't trust me as much next time. And ironically, I, I know, I know this is, you know, <laughs> no, it's okay, it's okay. stupid for me to keep asking, but I That's am genuinely, genuinely curious. Why wouldn't you want them to, to not, not trust me. you? Well, because then, well, first of all, this could roller, this could be a snowball, right? Like at first they don't trust me with a small thing. But then over time, it's like, yeah, let's not work with Umberto because, like, I don't know. He's just – it's kind of hard to, to rely on him. And then pretty soon I might be out of a job. <laughs> and then if I'm out of a job, I might not have food. And then I might, might starve. I might end up on the streets begging. I might die. Right. Death. I lied because I'm afraid of death. Right. I mean, Bear, you wanted to know why. That well, is why. Well, I mean – I learned it from watching you. Is it accurate? <laughs> Probably. I mean, if you – if you follow the trail of thought, yes. Yeah. I think we could have ended with, they would think bad thoughts about me. Sure. The tribe might kick me out. Yeah. Well, and you have, you know, rejection traumas. Oh, right. That's true. I mean, which could have led That's to you yeah, lying yeah. As, a th three, as a third grader as well, because your mom literally abandoned you. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we've talked about this before, that it could have been, because, you know, like, we talked about this. My dad didn't beat me, so... I wasn't physically afraid of telling him something. Why was I so afraid? He did raise his voice. And you know what? When he raised his voice and he made a scrunchy, scary face, it's like this kind of like, you, you see it with a little, that was scary. But I don't know. They're like my, my, my fear was so much greater than that. And so we've talked about how maybe it was in fact that I subconsciously was afraid that if I did something wrong, I would lose my dad as well. Yeah, when we're rejected or we feel rejected, you know, sometimes just divorce can do that because your one of your parents becomes less involved in your life. We blame ourselves. We think yep. if I was a better boy, I this wouldn't have happened. It, it's yep. you know self centered, but that's the way children think. And so, it, to be a bad boy means rejection. It's happened before, and it could happen again. <laughs> so, I'm going to head that off of the pass, and I'm going to lie. I'm right. going to trick and you know, that will solve my anxiety and it will 
make me feel more secure. But as you said, it's ironic because lying actually will jeopardize your standing and your acceptance from the other person, right? Yeah. And to to drill down on this a little bit, we've talked about this before, and I'm <laughs> reticent to bring it up again, but you did this exact same lie to me uh, a few years ago when we were going to a Halloween party. You remember that? Yeah, yeah, when I was on the way. But so that one, that one is, uh, or was, I guess, I don't know if it's so much recently, but that was a very common lie that I would tell, which was about how close I was to leaving or being at a place. Right. So that was, if it makes you feel any better, it wasn't just you. Oh, no, I, I know it's not me. <laughs> I knew Berto was like that. I knew that Berto has a, a, a complex around disappointing people such that he will lie to avoid disappointing people and thus disappoint people with his lies. And Berto invited me to his Halloween party and it was like, it was like an hour drive away. It was you know pretty far up north. And it was an amazing Halloween party in the end. But I did not want to arrive at the Halloween party before you because I don't know these people. I don't know yeah. anyone at this party. And I was like, no rush. <laughs> I'm not – me and my friends, we're, at, you know, we're having fun at my house. No big deal. But can you let me know when you're when – you're there or almost there, and I don't mind. I don't mind getting there at eleven p.m. Like it's no big deal. No, because I knew if I put pressure on you, you would interpret it as I was getting increasingly disappointed that you weren't leaving. Right. You're like, oh yeah, you know. And we went back and forth a few times, and then you texted me, "I'm on my way." Um, we're rolling up on the house, and we don't know which house it is. We have an address, but and I start to uh, text you, and I'm like, um, I'm like, so you're there, right? Because you left an hour and 45 minutes ago, and it only takes you 45 minutes to go. And you're like, oh, yeah, 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 we're, we're parking, we're parking. And I'm like, you're parking? And Because we were parking, and I was like, I don't see you. So we park, and we get out, and, I, and I'm texting you, and I'm like, so where are – I don't see you. And you're like, oh, you know, we're, we're there. You know, we're, we're, we're there. We're totally – we're parking. And I'm like, well, where <laughs> – and I just was so confused. And then after, I don't know, half an hour standing on the curb, I just said, oh, he did it. He lied to me. You, you are exaggerating, by the way. That's a huge exaggeration. I never, ever, ever say I'm parking if I'm not like mentally like I'm almost about to be parking. I would never say I'm parking and like be like half an hour away. Like I would never do that. So like, for example, I've done because I've done this like countless times going yeah. to Seattle, which, by the way, is the worst. And a lot of times I'm actually seriously parking and it takes me half an hour to park. Yeah, But, but regardless, you, you yeah. admit it. And the point is, yeah. is that because I know you, it's not a malicious lie. It is a lie of desperation and has nothing to do with me and has everything to do with your something in your history you know well I mean? and I, so i should have told you up front because what was happening and you're absolutely right about the psychology of it because what was happening is eric was late <laughs> and when they got there we were still not ready to go and so like and i'm trying and i'm trying to play both sides like because i don't want you not to show up so i'm like ah, if i tell him like he might not go and then i don't want him to not go and so you're absolutely right about that but i should have just been like hey man we're running late eric just got here yeah. like it's going to and i would have been like yeah. no effing problem man we're having right. fun here i don't yeah. have to go to this party you know but part of actually what i do professionally 
is I have to ride a fine line between what might be possible and what people say is possible because in my line of work, it's like if you if you just go by what is on paper, like what we can maybe do, like you're just never going to accomplish anything big because people tend to be either way too conservative or way too overestimated. Yeah, like, um, like, th- like Theranos. Yeah, exactly. Line. So, so part of part, yeah, sure. But like, so part of what what you have to do is like you have to basically draw a, a mythical line in the middle. Lie. You could call it lie, but it's really like estimation. Not tell the truth. <laughs> I have a bone to pick with society, not you, Berto, yeah. but with society yeah. drifting away from the virtue that we all learned when we were five years old in kindergarten that you do not lie. Conspiracy theories are based on this assumption that people are lying, and they're not wrong. People are lying. The government is lying. Just not about that, but they are lying, and they are liars. And if we're going to have a society, one-on-one, you and me, Birdo, if I'm going to trust you, you know, if, if I'm going to say, well, he says he, he's doing this, and I trust him, it's got to stop people. Try to gravitate towards the truth. And in business, because our capitalistic society rewards Enron, Theranos, all these other people, the liars get the money, the liar gets elected, then society looks up to these people and says, well, that's just what you do. If you're going to get ahead, you have to lie. Why? Because we do not punish people for lying. We only punish very few individuals. People who lie need to have, now I don't know what sort of consequences, but at the very least we should like say, oh, that person lies. I can never trust anything they say. As a person who considers the truth to be very important, and I, from the day that I was, I, I lied. When I, one of the very first lies I can remember saying was, I was four years old and I stole my friend's matchbox car, which was to- totally stupid because I had the exact same one. In fact, mine was newer and it looked better. And I'm sitting in my hallway staring at this matchbox car and I feel so guilty and I don't know what to do. I'm sort of stuck. You know, I'm like, oh, I stole it. I don't know what to do. My mom walks by and she just asks, she just sees me kind of staring at this Smashbox car. And she's like, Kirk, what's going on? And I burst out crying. I'm like, I stole this Smashbox car. And I'm thinking I'm going to be strung up because, you know, lying is bad. It's wrong. And my mom says, well, just give it back. And I was like, okay. So I gave it back to my friend and my friend was like, oh, thanks. (laughs) And like nothing ever happened. But the point was, was I learned that the guilt of lying is not worth the lie. Whatever consequence the truth has, it's lesser, it's not as painful as the pain one can have from having a gray zone of of lies in your life. We have to, as a society, return to a virtue of truthfulness. And in the past, religion, you know, God would punish you if you sinned, right? And so as a society, we're moving away from those kinds of thoughts, which is, you know, fine. But we haven't replaced it with another uh, constitution, if you will, of human behavior. And I feel like lies have become so normalized that it's like, well, you know, it's not that big of a deal. Like, they won't find out. It's... You know, it's for their own good that I'm lying to them. And I I just don't think that's a good way to live. There are lies that are consequential. And I think because of my own childhood trauma, like 
I can't lie about consequential stuff. So like that's why I am such an open book when it comes to like stuff because I'm like I'm just gonna tell you. But um, at the same time, like human, the human brain operates way too fast and randomly for us to constantly be saying everything that's in our brain, right? So like the extreme would be. Uh, like you're fat, you're ugly. I don't think you're you're good. I think you're uh, like if we actually operated this way because we felt that if we don't express everything in our head, it would be a lie. Like that would dissolve society. We can't handle the truth, so to speak. Well, there is a thing called radical honesty, and if you live in those circles, you learn to deal with the truth because someone says like, "No, I don't want to hang out with you because you've been annoying me lately." <laughs> the truth is relative sometimes, right? Like meaning. How you feel in your head about something isn't actually always finite or constant, right? We have a device that measures these things in your blood versus we're trying to develop it. One is a lie, absolutely, and one is the truth. And that's consequential. There are examples where you could make an argument the fact that you don't tell your wife that her butt looks big in those jeans. Well, or even uh, something bigger. Like, let's say you're being interviewed about how you feel about a senator who just died do you say well i still think he was a coward do you have to say that yeah so so th so there but most <laughs> right. of us can agree yeah. on certain things right like saying that you have a device that can measure things in blood when you don't have a device that can measure things yeah. in blood that most of us if not all of us can agree that, oh that's just a flat-out lie but we have normalized those lies among many others in our society that it distresses me Again, you see the consequences in our society. There are so many people who don't even believe scientists when they say that the earth is, yeah. a, is a sphere. And that's consequential. Yeah. Was, you know, scientists lied to me before, and they have. Scientists have lied to them before. Cigarettes don't cause cancer. They have lied in the past. It's wrong. It's wrong, and it destroys democracy. If we want to have a democracy, we have to work together, and we have to trust institutions like science, like journalism, like politicians, like your neighbor. We have to be able to trust each other. There has to be an assumption of truth. It's not okay. Now, if you end up lying on accident in the moment, as Berto was kind of alluding to, fine. Follow it up with the fact, I'm sorry, I just lied. It was a knee-jerk reaction. It's a problem of mine. Here's the truth. Da-da-da-da-da. You can always say that. And if someone did that to me, my trust points in them would skyrocket. I'd be like, oh, my God, that person just admitted they lied to me without me catching them. I now trust them a lot more. It's okay. You know, we make mistakes sometimes. So anyway, I'm just ranting. But let's take a break, get back. Let's go into this research that I want to go over with you, Berto. What do you say? Let's do it. All right. We're back from the break. I'm trying to figure out what I would have you do, Berto, in this situation uh, to convince people to become a – uh, uh, what if a radically honest person were to try to get the listeners to become a patient of the podcast? What would that sound like? Listen, we have this thing that we are just now, after 12 years, sort of comfortable doing, where one of us is uh, an expert in one field and has sort of crammed themselves into this other field to talk on a microphone. And the other one of us doesn't know almost anything about this field. 
But we are here to tell you our random thoughts about stuff that sort of has something to do with your mental health, maybe. <laughs> but the great news is if you support us at, via Patreon, all of this is a lie, and we're actually the best thing ever, and we're true experts in all fields. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to get emails about me yelling at you, Berto. You know I love you. Wait, you yelled at me? Well, I mean, when daddy... <laughs> is that your version of yelling? <laughs> when, when daddy and daddy uh, fight, uh, daddy li- daddy listeners fight. get uncomfortable. Um, but uh, we're, we're cool with each other people out there there's there's cool essay there's nothing there's nothing at stake um well there's a lot at stake but there's nothing in jeopardy there's vegan steak so uh experiments done in a, a team of researchers in spain they did two experiments okay so this first experiment this is all online they they told participants to flip a coin a virtual coin and then report what happened. If it was heads, they got $5. And you could only flip the coin once. If it was tails, they got nothing. So you're on your computer and you click this, this virtual coin. If you get heads, you get 5 bucks. If you get tails, you get, you get nothing. And you can only flip it once. And, but you reported what you got. Mm-hmm. So there's a little field that said, which one did you get? Did you get heads or did you get tails? And so if you got and it's self-reporting. Right. So if you got tails, you could say head heads and you would get five dollars. Unbeknownst to the participants, the researchers were keeping track of the actual coin flip that you did. They made it seem like, look, it's it's an honor system. You know, you tell us what you got. Yeah. Okay. So for those people, so half the people got heads. And so we're not going to talk about them because, you know, they all told the truth. <laughs> Um, but of those who uh, didn't – of those who got tails, what percentage flipped tails and were honest about it? They got tails and they're like, oh, I got tails. I get $0. What percentage of the people who flipped tails were honest about it? Uh, were honest uh, 60%? Lower. Uh, 40%? Yeah, about 37%. Yes, that's so, surprising. Just so, a, by the way, oh, about a third of people. So that's an example of a lie I would never tell. Like, I would never cheat at anything like that. Like, I don't cheat at games. Like, if we're playing Monopoly and I see, like, an extra 500, I'm not grabbing that bill. I don't cheat, like, at anything that's, like, it's the same reason I don't like spoilers. Like, I like things. Like, we have rules we've agreed on. We're going to play by the freaking rules. Yeah, I, um, can, I can absolutely relate to that. Right. Uh, but there is the person, and, and you know, and I wouldn't fault like someone who's starving, their kid is starving and then they took the bread. Like that's a thing that's existing sadly in our world. But, but there is, a, there are sadly a lot of people clearly by this percentages that they don't care. Like if it's. Yeah. So you know. even though no one would know if you're being honest about the $500 playing Monopoly or not, why do you care about telling the truth? That's a good question. I mean, I oh, oh, actually, I know one of the reasons for me. When I was little, like, I constantly heard from my dad about all these examples about how the world was unfair and about how, you know, certain groups were being treated unfairly. And I saw it in the news constantly. Uh, I also saw it around my family and stuff. And so I developed this, like, hyperbolic, 
notion of like the need for fairness, like that to me is very important. We need to be fair. And so I think that when you have an agreed upon set of rules and you're like lying or, you know, you're breaking those rules without agreeing, that to me is unfair for the other people and for everyone involved. Yeah. So 37% were honest. About a third of people flipped tails, knew they weren't going to get any money and said, you know what? I got tails. I get nothing. So there are four different categories. Let me tell you all four. So you... So there's people that flipped tails and were honest. Then there's the people that flipped tails and just said they got heads. Then there were people who flipped until they got heads. So because you could keep flipping technically, but the instructions oh, were the, the instructions were clearly like flip it once and tell us what you got. But there were people who flipped it until they got heads, and then they said, I got heads. Oh. And then there were people that didn't even flip it at all and just said they got heads. Wow. Okay. So there's the people that flipped it once, didn't get heads, and lied about it. Right. There's the people that flipped it multiple times until they were not lying about getting heads, even though they lied about only flipping once. Right. And then there were the people that didn't even bother flipping. They're just they just lied. <laughs> right. So what percentage wow. <laughs> flipped tails and and just flat out lied? Flipped tails and flat out lied. Um, let's go with fifteen percent. Seven percent. Okay. So what percentage of people flipped until they got heads and reported they had heads? 25. 7%. So I'm surprised. I would have thought that that was the, the rationalization that won the day yeah. for the liars, right? Like, well, I technically got heads. Right. Yeah, exactly. Because it's kind of, yeah, they call those the cheating non-liars. Yeah. So they're not lying, but they cheated. Um, the people that flip tails and lie, they're just called liars. And then we have the radical liars. What percentage? So that's like 50% or something? Yeah, 49%. Oh, my God. They didn't even bother. Yeah. Okay, see, this is the other thing. I would never feel good about winning at anything where I had cheated. Yeah. Unless it's like a completely incon... Like, if we're literally just goofing around, like, let's say we're... You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's totally... Like, we are cheating on purpose kind of thing. Like, Because to me, it's like when I'm playing a video game, if I turn on the cheats, I only do it for fun and it quickly gets old. Right. So I never like that. Yeah. So, but we all know people that love the cheats and will even go online and do PVP. And cheat. And cheat, you know, and there's a whole, yeah. there's, it's, a, it's a rampant problem. There's servers that have to spend a lot of time booting people who are using exploits, right? Okay. And, and so I'm... I know I'm not going to win the day with you on this, but there is a, there is a fundamental difference where I believe this, and I'm not trying to justify myself because I still agree with you ultimately. It's just, what is the purpose of the lie? If the purpose of the lie, it, misguidingly so, is to try to help someone other than yourself, like we can maybe have a conversation about how to deal with it better. When the purpose of the lie is to just help yourself, now we have to like understand, well, is this person in dire straits or is this person literally just cheat, trying to cheat life? Well, give me an example. Well, so for example, like the, the lie where you're like, so what did you think of my play? Oh, it was good. Yeah, totally. I lied to you. Yeah. But, but I'm not hurting you. I mean, I'm, I'm trying not to hurt you. Now, Someone might say that that actually hurts you. So we could have that conversation and say, maybe I can give you a different kind of feedback. Yeah. I get it. But I'm not malicious. I'm trying to, trying to like not bring you down or something. So it right? depends. Uh, on some level, 
so I'll, I'll just think for myself. If someone's play sucked, and I've been there before, and they asked me how things went, and I, I would not say, wow, that's – if I thought that they thought it went well or they were hoping it went well, I would say like, wow, you know, it went well. It's cool. You know? yeah. But I'll tell you, I, I, this would be the perhaps the cheating non-liar part is I would find something that was true and I would say that. I would say and that's, some, that's actually what I usually do too when these situations arise. Yeah. Is I'm like, I just couldn't believe how much effort was spent on the lighting. Yeah. It's really amazing lighting. <laughs> yeah, your costume was amazing. That's amazing. Oh, I that's mean, no. Co- that's just my my clothing. Oh wow, well, geez, oh, even better. It's amazing. You, you have a great yeah. sense of style. Yeah. No, I I, I would find something like <laughs> like um, wow, you know, it was the it was very believable or i don't know i I would find something that i could say that was true um you know you could say that that's not being honest honest yeah but i guess my my point with it was look there are times where you might fudge the truth or or maybe even flat out lie but your intention wasn't for you to get away with something and like cheat life well but you you kind of are so so say berto you're well, let's make it real personal. You have a performance with your band. And I would go to your shows a lot of the times. And you come out off the stage and you come up to me and you're like, you're like, how do you think it went? And I'm like, uh, there were all sorts of problems that I could observe. The yeah. sound was off. Couldn't hear your voice. It seemed like you're, you didn't warm up your voice enough. You seemed nervous. Uh, there were some parts where you and Eric weren't really in sync. Um, you know, I don't know. I'm just sort of, you know, making stuff up. But uh, yeah. would you want me to say that? Or would yeah, you I mean, want... I, and I know that you'd, you'd couch it a little bit, but that would be super useful. But right. that's my personality. So, so, so <laughs> if I said something like, oh, my God, it was, a, it was amazing. You guys are great. Would, which one would you rather I say? Well, the first one. with Right. So, yeah. so what are we trying to avoid? Are we trying to no, no, avoid no. someone else's absolute, feelings right. being hurt? Or am I trying to avoid my own anxiety about someone else disapproving me for what I really believe well, and think? Absolutely. But, you know, this isn't black. This is the thing. I know you're not trying to make it black and white because I, I could envision no. a billion hypothetical but, scenarios. But I think where a lot of times we make excuses for white lies. That's, that's not fair. for the other person, but for our We're lying for our sure. sake, not for sure. their sake. But, but you could imagine like, you know, a relative passes away and, and they're like, tell us a memory you had. Well, and then you could so, say, so, I have no good memories with this relative. They were... Uh, uh, really, not an important person in my life. So I've been here before. <laughs> so I had. So this is actually, you know, this is just one of your examples. But I actually hate it at funerals when everyone talks a hundred percent positive about the person who died. I mean, everyone is free to grieve in the way that they want to. But for me, I'm like, so the funerals that I go to, the memorials I go to, where people will give some of those nuanced stories, maybe even a negative one, and then they will say something nice. I I trust those people so much greater than the person who just gets up there and says all nice things. Now, maybe... Hey, man, and you can make that argument, and we can debate that, and we could see which one is actually ultimately better for which... I love it, but you have to. You have to come with me on the realization that the person that flat out constantly cheats at their taxes, goes and steals whatever they can, like, 
you know, like the actual truly yeah. like malicious liar. Like there's yeah. got to be a difference. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Right. Th- well, there's a difference, but there the cult, which I call it a culture of lying that we've created. I'm not saying we're we're supposed to be radically honest. I, when we do lie, we have to have a critical analysis of what is happening in that moment. And you have to acknowledge, right now I am lying. And there is a potential consequence to that. It is an untruth. It is a flat-out lie. I am deceiving this other person. Is it worth it? Am I doing it for the right reasons? Instead, in, And instead of, well, everyone lies. You know, white lies. It just happens. You know, it, 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 as if it's just commonplace to just flat out lie to someone's face. I'm not saying you don't do it sometimes for for legitimate reasons, but we frame it as it's part of life. And when you talk to a five-year-old, they're like, but it's a lie. So when I have something in my head about someone, like some value judgment, that may or may not be a lie. Like, or me saying it may or may, because there are so many gray areas with what we think about our own cognition and what we think is true or not as an example it's like you have always told me that you would never like drink at a party and here you are drinking at a party were you lying to me all those years probably not maybe not but now they're drinking like why like in psychology is crazy right but there is definitely a difference when you are maliciously constantly lying right so like it's a matter of degrees it's not a slippery slope i think it is a slippery slope i i mean i have no data but i i as, I don't know if this is just me getting old. <laughs> That's my argument, is that it is a slippery slope and that we have, as a society, slipped so far normalizing little lies and bigger lies, excusing lies, so much so that we have now just accepted that From you, when, just, you just can't trust people. Now, I don't what know. What is the past you think? Are you trying to make the no, world great again? <laughs> no, uh, but – and like I said, it could just be just because I'm old now and yeah. I wasn't aware of things when I was – it's not like politicians told the truth necessarily. Yeah, I don't think humans have ever operated no. from 100% honesty. But – and who knows? There's no way to measure this. But I would suspect that in the 70s, the common person in Seattle, because that's all I know about, on the daily count of – deceptions that they have committed were less. Jimmy Carter, when the country was experiencing troubles, if you don't know, he was a president of the United States and such. The United States was going through an economic crisis. And experts were saying that they didn't know if we were going to get out of it. And they didn't know how long it was going to take. And if we were going to get out of it, sacrifices were going to have to be made. People were going to have to lose jobs, you know, like you, you, to, to get out of the deficit, to get the economy back in line. We were going to have to cut programs. Bad things were going to have to happen. Jimmy Carter, because he was so religious and this sort of guy, and is still that guy, he's still alive, right? I think so, yeah. He gave a speech to the American public and said, here's the deal. We are in a crisis right now. And if we're going to get out of it, here's what we have to do. And there's no easy way to say that. There's going to be problems. People hated him for that. They thought he was a joke. That he would, And then who did we elect after that? An actor, Ronald Reagan, who 
frequently lied to us about the state of things, so much so that the Iran-Contra affair, and most people uh, conclude he was absolutely a part of that yeah. lie and knew absolutely what was going on, and Ollie North absolutely took the bullet for that. Was that progress? <laughs> No. Was that a good thing? I argue no. no, no and no. so as a society, we would rather have Ronald Reagan than Jimmy Carter. We would rather be lied to than being told the hard truth. And where are we today? Now, there's been another experiment that just popped into my head. Mark Rober. Mark Rober, you know him? Anyway. I don't know. He, um, he's big. Oh, the I know two. the one about stealing boxes, though. I, I remember yeah. seeing that video. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, okay. Um, so he did an experiment where he planted across the United States a bunch of wallets, just left them in public places. And in the wallet was an instruction of like, if you find this wallet, please mail it back to me, you know, at this address. Mm -hmm. And so not only did they mail it back, but people had to get an envelope and pay for shipping themselves. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember the exact stat, but like the majority were sent back to him. Even nice. though it was just a wallet sitting there, and maybe that was more persona personalized, or personified, because right. there's a because yeah. there's a human being on the other side there's of that wallet, you know. So what does this all mean? You know, this coin flip thing. It's easy, and what's being reported in the news is that you know people are liars, but it's context dependent. Of course, to this yeah. experiment, yeah, for this particular action, apparently most people are totally okay lying but in other contexts they're they're almost it, it, it's a pain in the butt to be truthful and to do yep. it's a pain in the butt to do the right thing and yet most people will actually do the right thing um, so we want to be careful about how we read these uh, research projects and what point they're probably trying to get across because to the researchers what they would love is that people get up in arms, and they did. There's a, a New York Times article about this. Hmm. As a researcher, you become in research circles. You become famous. You get better, you know, professor jobs. You you, you get accepted into journals more. Like it's a real right. thing to be to be get into the news. So the scandal helps them. <laughs> yeah, the scandalized point, which is that yeah. humans are liars, and so we just have to read these things with some. But clearly, some people lie. Other reasons are psychopathy. They have antisocial personality disorder. They don't care about other people's feelings, and they lie. Another reason is pathological lying out of either psychopathy or because they learned if they didn't lie, knee-jerk reaction, they, something really bad is going to happen to them. I mean, you abuse someone or you abandon them when they're growing up, and they learn early in life that they need to lie to get out of it, you will find people will have pathological lying behaviors. And you can listen to other podcasts where we talk about that. Another reason is, uh, we've been talking about this in the past, is to lie about the coin flip is poverty. There were times in my life where $5 would have got gone a long way for me. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. uh, I mean, no joke. When I was in my early uh, 20s, pretty much until I was probably like 26 or 7, $5 was no joke. I mean, there there was a point in my life where I literally had $5 in my wallet and I didn't have a job. Oh god. And I and I had like a gallon in of gas in my in my car. <laughs> and I didn't know what to do. You know, I was right. I was and I just started driving around Ballard looking 
in despair for just to find a job. And, and I drove by Godfather's Pizza and they said hiring drivers. And even though I had a, a bachelor's degree from the, from the Foster School of Business at the University of Washington, uh-huh. uh, you know, one of the most prestigious universities in the world and, yeah. business, and business universities at that, um, I am driving into a Godfather's <laughs> Pizza and applying for a driver's job, which was really applying to be a dishwasher in the dishwasher. You know, they 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 lie and they say hiring yeah. drivers, but what they're really doing is they're hiring dishwashers <laughs> um, and, and people to make the pizzas. And maybe every once in a while you can drive. And so five dollars, what there were times in my life would have gone a long way. And if if I was given this test, I'd be like, I better get. Heads, because yeah, I need I that. Need those five I bucks. need that five. That's doubling my my wealth. <laughs> yeah, like that'll last me. I don't have to find a job another day. Anyway, yeah, um, that literally happened to me. So I graduated, you know, and f- with the business degree, and had a really hard time getting a job. I, I was oh. stupid. No one, no one mentored me. Like no one told me, like here's how you get a job. You get an internship. You, right. you I just thought like you get a degree and you get a job. And you get a job. Uh, also, destructive entitlement, We talk uh, without going in, you can listen to my full deep dive on nausea and contextual family therapy, but there's this notion that when you get ripped off in life, you're abandoned, you're abused, you are um, fired from a job that you didn't deserve to be fired from, you develop what we call destructive entitlement, meaning you, you feel entitled because you, you didn't get what you deserved in the past, but it means that you will take from in the future your your ledger is off balance and you feel like you're owed things i see and so some of you out there might know people in your family that are like this they they seem to never give as much as they get and they seem to be very expectant that they're going to get things and i imagine i'd speculate that would lead to more lying on this thing okay the next experiment and then we'll end with this is they instead of a coin flip it was a die, you know, a six-sided die, and it was virtual, and you would roll it. If you rolled a one, you got $1, and all the way up to five, you would get $5. But if you rolled a six, you got nothing, okay? So this is different. It's not binary. It's not, you know, right. one or zero. It's like there's a gradient. So, so there's a little more, like, for you to claim, like, for example, if it was, hey, uh, if you get a, a 500,000 out of a million, you win five bucks. Like, you really got 500000 Really? <laughs> so, what do you think happened? Uh, I'm, I'm betting that there was a, a small change in the percentages. Maybe it was not that small, but it, there was a change in the percentages because more people feared being called out, being caught in a lie because the odds are not quite as easy. So, you think... Like, meaning, mean like, it's probably a yeah. little less likely they actually are telling the truth. Interesting. So I would say that, like, if um, if it was thirty eight percent were the only ones that told the truth, uh, maybe that went up to like forty five percent or something. Uh, nope, it, the percentages were pretty much the same. The yeah. only the only difference was for those that lied, many people lied not that they got a five, but they got a three. So if they rolled a six or a one, they would say, "I got a three. So they would lie, but not all the way to five. <laughs> they would average out the lie. So why would they do that? I mean, if you're going to lie, why not just go for five? Wait, did they get 
sorry, did they get any money partially? Yeah. So so if if you roll a yeah, one, you get one dollar. Up to five, you get five dollars. Yeah, it's the whole like my. It's a line from Tombstone. Um, Doc Hollywood says, Doc Hollywood. Yeah. Um, Holiday. What's his name? Holiday. Holiday, not Hollywood. Doc Hollywood. <laughs> Doc Holiday says, um, my hypocrisy goes only so far. Because, like, you know, okay, I'm lying, but I'm not going to lie that much. It's, you know, I got a three. <laughs> right. Apparently, if we're going to lie, somehow it it feels like less of a lie if we don't lie as much. <laughs> right. Um, it's like there's a guilt there. It's like, well, I want to lie because I feel like I deserve it. But I feel like I shouldn't go full lie. You know, if yeah, I, it's like, did you finish all your beans? Yeah. Now there were three beans left, but I ate most of them. Right. You know, whereas instead if it's of like, like, did you finish your beans and you haven't touched them? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or, or, or I guess an analogy would be, uh, did you finish your beans and then you haven't touched the beans, but you quickly scoop some beans <laughs> into your mouth and yeah, you're like, like yeah, like, yeah, I finished Ruff. them. So, okay. So that's an interesting one in high school and not high school in junior high. Uh, we had to do an assignment that was you had to keep a journal for six months. So it was six months worth of journaling. So this amounted to, I don't know how many pages, but like it was not a little bit like you had to do it. Okay. I didn't do it. I didn't do it because I was terrible at homework. And you were, I, had, I didn't know that. Oh yeah. Yeah. I could never do homework. Well, like I was so good at classes. Like I could, I could pass the tests. No problem. Why would you stuff, do homework? But, I uh, I think it was I don't I wouldn't call it officially ADD, but I I couldn't sit down and concentrate. Like I would just immediately yeah, yeah, get up could. and I would yeah you could I mean with your with your computer with your yeah with, no no with stuff I cared about for sure right the the school stuff I didn't care about like math absolutely computers absolutely geography what I gotta sit down and memorize these so things? you didn't want to do it probably but I try I mean. I did try. Like my dad's like, go upstairs. You got to do a thing before you can't watch TV. And I would sit there at my desk and I have these painful memories of just sitting there and just like staring at the book and like, Ugh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. And then I should probably go get a glass of water first. You know, <laughs> like that would happen a lot. Right. But, it, but anyway, so uh, let alone keeping a journal for like, forget about it. But I wasn't the only one. A couple of my friends didn't do it either. Here's the difference. The night before, the two of them crammed to put together some half-ass pretend journal. Yeah. I don't even know what they did. I think I've done that. Specifically, I remember having an assignment, maybe even in graduate school. Or you had to do. I couldn't do it. I could not get myself. Why? My hypocrisy goes only so far. So I didn't turn in anything and I got the failing grade. Oh. My hypocrisy goes only so far. Well, it's not <laughs> hypocritical. You you just you just didn't want to do it, so you didn't do right, it. Right, but but like I bet you if I had started a week earlier and I had crammed, sure. I I might have lied and said, "Yeah, I kept the journal." Oh, so you see what you, I'm saying? So if if you say in one night did yeah, seven like, I wasn't and then, do that. and then <laughs> and, but still, I I'd rather live with you than your friends, honestly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> me too, me too. <laughs> Well, because when he told me, I was like, what? Now, I'm impressed that he was able to cram that much in. Of course, he got a super bad grade. I'm sure the teacher could tell. Like, come on. These are not dumb people. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I don't know how to conclude this other than to say that for me, I value telling the truth. I like to live that way. I find tremendous gratification in having a virtue, literal vir- virtue of telling the truth. Am I, have I lied? Yeah. Do I say white lies? Yes. But I try to, in my head, acknowledge what are you doing right now and why? And I'm not perfect. I make mistakes. And, you know, if I, and I have, do a full inventory of what I can remember, right? I get the cold sweats just thinking about like, oh, there was that one. That was pretty (laughs) bad, you know. I'm not proud of it. It's, It's not good. And I am hurt by the lies that have been told to me. It hurt. It deeply hurts me, you know, hurts me emotionally. Like saying that essentially is a message of like, I don't matter. I don't matter enough for me to be truthful with you. I don't matter, and I, I matter as much as the way a politician feels about their constituents. <laughs> to, to be lied to is just so hurtful. I guess is the conclusion that I have for this episode is that I don't think I've ever really framed it this way, but lies traumatize. What do you think about that? It rhymes. <laughs> yeah, I think um, there is... There is a sad reality, which is like what I was saying, which is that the the world is sort of full of lies. I don't know if it's gotten worse. It certainly feels like right now, politically, things have gotten worse. But um, maybe it was always like this or or, or worse. Who knows? Um, I am a thousand percent with you on the big stuff. Uh, I have certainly been guilty of what I consider the non, I don't know, lethal lies anyways. Um, But I do believe that you're onto something when it I, – I do l- – let me put it this way. I do think, although I don't agree that everything's a slippery slope, I do think that the more we practice lying, the more comfortable we get with, with, with lies, the more we will not have a functioning society. So, Or relationships. Case. Yeah. I mean, the distance that we feel from each other, I wonder if it has, at least in part, one of the factors is that we don't trust each other and – Part of the reason why we don't trust each other is because we've all been lied to so freaking much. (laughs) So many times we've just been lied to and or we haven't been told the flat out truth. I mean, one of the – when I think back to the people that I really like and really respect – and you're one of these people, Berto, because you'll tell the truth under circumstances that, you know, you're not afraid to tell the truth. Um. Uh, under circumstances where other people would shy away from those difficulties. And I think about those people and I think, you know what? I think one of the things I really like about those people, I feel good around them, is that they they tell it like it is. They they tell the truth. They will, even if it hurts, you know, they'll, they'll say, Kirk, I need to tell you something. Uh, I didn't like that. Or you look stupid in that thing or, you know, whatever it is, um, whatever sort of negative feeling I get from the insults or whatever is far offset by like, Oh my God, I can trust this person. (laughs) They're telling the truth. (laughs) They're likely to tell me the truth in the future. How wonderful is that? So people out there like, think about that in your own life. 
You know, what, what gift can you give to people by insulting them? Honestly, <laughs> you know, you give people a gift of truthfulness. Well, that does it for that episode of Psychology in Seattle. Thanks for joining us out there truly because you enjoy it, because you deserve it <laughs> and you enjoy it. You better enjoy it. Uh, wait, what in the world? How do, <laughs> how do we end these podcasts? Everyone out there, please take care of yourself because you deserve it.